Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TK, what's up, buddy? We got charged. We got we got charged and we got an external charger on the phone <laughs> right now. So we're good. Yo, what's the what's the what's the weather in Portland it's right cold. now? Um, it's actually not bad today. It's probably in the 40s. It's not it's raining. Cold. That's cold. It's been yeah, that's fantastic. Really cold. Yeah, it's not bad, actually. Maybe it's a little higher. Maybe it's like high 40s. Today's very comfortable. It was sunny yesterday, rained in the morning, sunny in the afternoon. We've been actually getting some great weather. It snows in Portland, Portland. doesn't it? Not really. No. I mean, it does, but not. it's not like normal for no, it to there's snow. There's ice in Portland. We know that. Yep. Mm. <laughs> we found that out. There's no. some bad ice in Portland. Poor, poor. Poor DeAndre Ayton. Poor everybody. I Couldn't saw the, get to the video house. of everybody. Well, that was, to walk that was, that was an crazy. unprecedented storm. Mama Crick burst a pipe in that same storm. Oh, no. And uh, that sounds <laughs> that sounds bad. Yeah. Oh, oh, I got you. No, it's no, it's fine. Yep. Hey. So, Mama Crick so got to get by just a... like the rest of us. It's fine. Mama got to have a life, yeah. too. Mama. <laughs> Mama Crick oh, live a different man, life when TK so ain't around, boy. Got so many things I want to say, but I'm just not, just not gonna. Is your mom watching gonna, you do this radio hit? Well, is, is, huh? is your mom watching you do this radio hit? No, thankfully not. She would probably encourage me to say what I'm not well, gonna say. Well, I, 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 she's literally over there in the kitchen. I vaguely shaking her head. Yes, I, I vaguely remember when Trista um, let everybody know that Super Bowl week was too long. Um, she had a tweet and a clip that said, you know, Super Bowl week is too long when I'm not even going to say the rest of it, but a young TK found something of her mother's. <laughs> well, okay. So what do you think about Jacques Vaughn being fired? I, um, so how do we fix the all-star game? I, I don't know. Let's just take this. Jacques, we can, we can I pivot said, to what? Jacques Vaughn. I, I think in general, and I didn't we, do a we video pivot, because We pivoted from what Trista found to Jacques Vaughn. That feels appropriate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Jacques, Jacques Vaughn 
and she's oh, nice. been fired Very twice. Nice. The thing that's interesting about the Nets is if you pay close attention, this now has run multiple coaches, this issue, which is players are consistently saying there's no structure here. There's no organization here. And we want that. We want to figure out and have some idea what we're doing day to day. The last time the team had any structure or organization was when Kenny Atkinson coached this team, right? Mm-hmm. And then it was supposed to be it, it was supposed to be Jacques Vaughn's job. But I think what's really happening, if you look into it, and you kind of have to either know someone that's close to the organization who's kind of putting something in your ear to watch with your own two eyes, or you kind of just have to like look very closely. It's it's all about Sean Marks. Sean Marks is doing the work behind the scenes. I think to muzzle or castrate or something, the coaches that are there to have them do the decisions that he wants them to make, which is these are the players that are starting. This is what the rotation should look like. You know, tell Spencer we're doing one thing, but we're actually doing another thing. Hmm. He, you know, he's, we're going to do it this way because we want to get rid of Ben Simmons and we want to trade him. And, and that's fine. You want to try to get players trade values up, but, it just all turns into a mishmash. There was no practice uh, schedule that any of these players understood. When James Harden is out here calling you out, when mm-hmm. he's one of the most notoriously like lackadaisical players in the NBA who wants to go out and do his thing, and he's calling your organization out for not having their stuff together, you know that it's like franchise-wide. Mm-hmm. So I don't know who's coming in. I know that the rumors are Kevin Ollie. He's not going to change anything about that team. If I'm Mikael Bridges, I'm like, get me the hell out of here right now. Mm. Out of here now. That, um, in a grand scheme of thing, it just feels like, feels like Brooklyn just is not a good place to have this franchise. It, it doesn't, it just doesn't seem to work. Like they are, they are basically just this nondescript franchise. Even when they were in New Jersey as the Nets, they had an identity of being, New Jersey, you know what I'm saying? Like, at least you were like Jersey, little brother to the Knicks or whatever the case may be. But it was Jersey. It was a it was a team that you know Jersey could get behind. They had some type of identity. Even the Clippers. Even if there's is like a loser, or a little brother to the Lakers. There's some type of identity, you know that that you can have. Brooklyn is just. Am I wrong? It's they're just a nondescript franchise. Maybe it's the black I and think- white. Maybe it's playing in Brooklyn. Maybe it'll take a whole generation to get some type of um, prestige why is this different them. than being in New Jersey? Because Jersey, at least you had the, the to me, you had the thought of, all right, this is Lil Bro. Like, your identity was Lil Bro. Brooklyn don't really have no idea. It's just like, oh, yeah, Brooklyn's there. Yeah, I think it's so much deeper than that. I think, in general, you can build something organically and a fan base is going to get behind it and Barclay Center is in a great spot in Brooklyn you know the training facility is is really close it's a much better setup really than the Knicks have when they have to be in upstate New York I think it's really just Sean Marks he's not put together a roster in a way that makes sense he tried to swing for the fences and get multiple stars where there was no cohesion between those stars at a very difficult point in time, but you you traded away a lot of capital in order to get Harden, which sets you back a long way. All of those guys ended up asking out, and now your cupboards are 
not just empty for draft picks of your own, but you don't get Phoenixes until 25. And then what you got back in return in terms of players are all wings. And I know it's a wing-based league, but you don't have any roster that makes sense. You've got Royce O'Neal. He got traded, but you've got Cam Johnson there, Mikhail Bridges there, Dorian Finney-Smith there. You don't have a real p- true point guard there. There hasn't been a, a plan, really, and a culture built within. And I think the biggest mistake they made was firing Kenny. Kenny was building something. The fan base was actually excited when they were the 6 seed when D'Lo was there. D'Lo's never been so likable in his life as when he was there. He played with a level of intensity and teamwork. And if you remember, like, D'Lo was going crazy in fourth quarters and bringing them back. Oh, we remember. Uh, in some <laughs> games. Yeah. It was we're like very was familiar crazy. with that here. Yeah. So I, I think as – and I've asked a lot of people, agents, other front office members, like, what's Sean Marks like as a GM? Is he good? And I always get, uh, he's not bad. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? Does he know how to evaluate talent? Uh, does he know how to develop talent? Uh, like, is he a good negotiator for getting what he wants with other GMs? Uh, like, I never get like, yes. I've never once heard he's really good. The, the Steve Nash hiring was absurd. Hmm. It was nepotism beyond belief. Every decision that he's made, including not trading Mikael Bridges for four or five first-round picks, He's just intent to keep him and leave him there with with no real infrastructure around him. Has anybody's stock gone down as fast as Mikhail Bridges? He had that one little pop when he first got traded there and he was scoring like crazy. That was when you should have traded him. But like when he was on the Suns, everybody wanted him. And now it kind of feels like he's just lost. I, I mean, everything you're saying is 100% correct. Sean Marks is bad at what he mm-hmm. does. I just think that franchise... Think about it. That franchise never even had a rookie. Mm. <laughs> like they've well, never I'll, like I, you talk about building something. They've you know they've how never I even feel though. That team, the Brooklyn Nets, had a championship caliber team when they brought Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving in on what was a good Nets team to me. You added those two stars on a team that was already good, mm. but your boy got got some some big cojones and said, "I'm going to go get." Uh, I got some big Coco Joneses, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go get. I'm gonna go get James Harden and screw the whole thing up. I mean, that's but yeah, that team. Allen. That team prior to 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 James Harden's arrival was a championship caliber team, in my opinion. TK, the team yeah. with James Jer- Harden was Jer- a championship Allen team. Allen was was huge, and obviously he's a big reason that Cleveland's succeeding. Getting rid of him was just a major miss. But the but the, the, the to what to what you just said that that shelf life was always going to be shorter. Yeah. Adding James Harden to that was always going to make the shelf life of that team versus the team that 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 Kyrie and and Kevin Durant joined much much shorter. True, but do you think that like do you, do maybe he looked at it like this and he's terrible at his job? Don't get it twisted, but I don't have that long of a shelf life with these guys anyway. No, yeah, I, I think he, I think you're wrong. I think you're wrong. If you have a good young group right there, you can extend Kyrie and and Kevin Durant. Yeah, but do you think you gave all of that up? But where have they ever stayed? Where have those guys ever stayed? They don't well, stay places. That was it's that always was, there's always a circumstance. That was Kyrie. But they that never was, they never stay. 
I can't explain Kyrie and Boston. I can't explain that. Like they had only been on two teams at that point, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, two teams. Oklahoma City and Golden State, and Cleveland and Boston. And they're gone. Now it's three teams. Well, I think part of the reason that they're gone is because of for what sure. Sean Marks screwed up. For sure, for sure, for sure. I don't dispute that. I just think it's a nondescript franchise. They got no. They soul. they need to get rid of him immediately. And if Facts. Kevin Ollie becomes the coach, it's just yeah, they're they're doing Kevin Ollie's the. What are we talking about here? What are we is is this a real? I always think to myself when these types of things happen: Is this real life? Are we really making the decision to go get Kevin Ollie? He was already in the mix the last time that they were looking for a new coach. They should have just hired Ime Udoka and been done with it. This team would have been so much better if they would have done that. And was, then I think there were leaks, I think there's a, character things, blah blah blah. I you know think how the it powers to be kind of stuff. So think Brooklyn they was Brooklyn the team that was yeah. okay. I think they were yes. all ready to do that, and I think the powers to be said you cannot do this. Right I think now. they, I think they had a deal done. Mm-hmm. That's insane. That's insane to me if the league really did step in and say you can't do this right now. Because yeah. I'm asking why the hell not. Yeah. He was suspended essentially for an HR violation. Mm-hmm. And forgive me, I'm not excusing this, but let's call it what it is. He wasn't even suspended by the league. He was suspended by the Boston Celtics mm-hmm. for an HR violation who by all accounts signed off on this potential signing to Brooklyn. And you stepped up there to say, no, you can't? How did that timeline go? Was he when they were? Trying I don't to do think all he that, had been fired yet. I think that's the other thing. Right. But 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 the every report, TK, you could probably weigh on this better. Wasn't every report Boston was like, we don't care. Yeah, we're, we're, like he's. Let, we're, we're, they were th- happy to let that happen. They were going with Joe, mm-hmm. and that was clear. And Ime, you could do what you want. Yeah, they and, have never had to fire him either because he would have just gone to another team. Yeah. And to be, I don't, I, don't I don't care about being failed. He's terrible. But isn't Kevin Ollie just the interim though? Like if they sign him to a long, long term deal, like they they get everything they probably. deserve. But yeah, he's just the interim. He's already he's on the staff and he's just he was already over. there. Yeah, that's that's all that is. But he, he was in the running to take the full time job before Jacques Vaughn the second time around, and I think he was in the running. Before they they hired Steve Nash too, if I remember correctly, his name's been, been around for a while. For a while, yeah, they'd be. I agree with you guys. They'd be, they'd be ridiculous to hire within again anyway. They'd be ridiculous. Jock probably me. shouldn't have got the job when it was. They should have went with the Doka, and that's who was going to get the job. And Jock only got it because they probably weren't allowed to hire Udoka. And now you can fire have- Sean Marks and hire Jordy Fernandez. You can do that. Or Jordy Fernandez would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't think Jordy Fernandez, the thing that if I was him, I would pull a, not to go back to Kenny Atkinson again, but I would pull a Kenny Atkinson and just say no, like he did with the Charlotte Hornets. The situation with Sacramento is so much better. It's He's going to a an unwinnable situation. If in, Sean in, Marks is the general manager, I agree. If Sean Marks is yeah. not, I disagree. Yeah. You got yeah. You got to start somewhere. But if Sean Marks is the GM, yeah, I, I would, I would. And from what I understand, not take that Joe job. Sy, Joe Sy, the owner, and Sean Marks are like this. That's not a good look, man. That's a tough look for Joe Sy. Yeah, that's a tough, that fran- tough look for Joe that, Sy. That franchise, I, like I said, I just look a little broader with them. Like they, they've got nothing. They've got nothing. <laughs> like they, they've <laughs> never, they've never had anything. It's just this. 
just this franchise in the league that as soon as the Knicks, like they had an opportunity when the Knicks were down to like have a buzz, but we all knew it wasn't going to last. Once the Knicks got good, they would dwarf the the Nets. And like I said, at least at least at least um, when they were in Jersey, they had a state in a city that was like, "This is our why do team. you hate Brooklyn? This is a weird stand. I don't hate what Brooklyn. Brooklyn it's, just not, it's not a big enough city to dwarf the New York Knicks. Half it of, half need of to, Brooklyn are why Knicks do, fans. Why does it need to? Okay, because nobody why cares about the Nets. New York Nets. I, I disagree. Like L.A. is the L.A. is the L.A. Clippers, L.A. Lakers. Why? Why can't it? Why does it have to be delineated with Brooklyn? I don't. Well, number get that. number one, number, and this is where some of these things take time. Number one, the Clips have been there for like forty years. The Nets, the Nets, they've not moved the needle except for the time when they got KD. But and this all those doesn't other have guys. anything to do with the way that the the organization is being run, does it? No, it's, I'm not saying they're they're mutually exclusive. I just think. I think that's a hopeless organization. Oh, you're wrong. I think you're. I think you're terribly. And wrong. on top of that, it goes to what the organization has ran. Uh, they they never start over. Like they never bottom. They haven't bottomed out once. They're always trying to a quick fix. Like I said, well, they, that's a, that's a management. That's a Sean Marks problem. But that's before Sean Marks. That's too. not a, That's Billy King. That's not a Brooklyn problem. That's Billy King. Was, Pro- and, Prokhorov did that. Prokhorov and all this other stuff. Did that as well. You know. Did, well, you that's know that that's the Lillard. other thing, TK, that yeah. I forgot about. You had a owner for like three years. When was yeah. the last time you had an owner who was just like, you know what, this isn't for me. <laughs> I'm out. And and let's be real, like he was a a Russian oligarch, and he had to sell the team. Because they were seizing his assets and he had to leave the country. Mm. <laughs> so, well, that's a good reason to. You, you know, Dame Lillard was Brooklyn's pick. Mm. Apparently, Dame Lillard was everybody's pick. No, was like it he, what... number six was was Brooklyn's? Portland owned Brooklyn's pick because who, of Gerald Wallace. Who, who owns oh. Sacramento's? Nobody. That was just their own mess. Oh. That was just your own mess. It'd be easier to believe if someone owned Sacramento's pick and made them select He Who Shall Not Be Named. I know. T-Rob, T-Rob is no, like. He Who damn. Shall Not Be Named. Damn. Yes. Oh, man. We got Shoot. T-Rob later on, and I was like, top five whole tip. damn league got T-Rob. And I was like, this man can't play basketball. Well, that's unfortunate. TK. T- did you watch What's the All-Star up? game? Yeah, I did. I had to do it out of, like, I didn't want to do it, but I had to for the pod. So I was talking to my mom, and she's like, aren't you watching the All-Star game? And I'm like, I don't want to. And she's like, don't you have to do an episode about it? And I was like, yeah, you're right. Just turn it on. <laughs> so I watched it. I watched all of it. I watched the three-point contest, watched the Rising Stars. I didn't watch the celebrity game. I think you guys can forgive me for that one. No, I was asked. That's the one thing we saw a lot of because it was on your in boy, the studio your during boy, the MVP. Show. Micah Parsons. <laughs> <laughs> he has ups. Aaron Donald's a pretty good uh, football, uh, basketball player as well. So is uh, what's his name? Uh, oh my gosh, the the greatest defensive lineman in the game right now, Garrett. Miles Garrett. Oh yeah, Miles Garrett, Garrett was balling yeah. as well. Yeah, Miles Garrett. Yeah, he's he's good. Do you, yes. do you have the outrage though that every everybody else has about All Star Weekend? I think in general we need to all take a step back and just be like, listen, is it that serious for us to continually write these annual think pieces about the demise of the NBA based around the All Star Game? 
I I know why Adam Silver's well, scared him. I get that. He's still upset. But everybody but... else, I don't know if we should be like so upset. I think there's probably ways to make it better. I'm sure there's incentives to to try and increase the competitive nature in the game. However, I'm not sure that you can really get beyond the fact that everyone knows now that this is an exhibition game. And what matters the most is not getting injured and making it through the last third of the season and going into the... I mean, these are these are all-stars on good teams. These aren't all-stars on play-in teams. They're getting ready for the last stretch of the season where they want to be fresh and ready to go. This is why I was not shocked that Kawhi didn't play in it, right? Like, he should he should probably chill out and wait uh, and get his legs ready for the stretch of the season. So I think the fact that players are now making so much money and see themselves as what they are, which is products, and that their legacy is tied to these, you know, ring culture, they don't care about Ding up at half court. They don't care about like putting the straps on other guys. They just want to shoot from deep and mess around and, you know, have like try to throw lobs to themselves and, you know, try to have fun. But Anthony Edwards, you knew it was a mockery when he's like, I'll just shoot with my left hand the whole time. I just, look, man, they they can do whatever. I just thought that. I'd like to see a little bit more uh, competitive nature from these guys. They ain't got to play like But how do you do it? You know, like you could you stop could being say, followers. All right, well, I think that's whoever I think wins that's the, the, ultimate the thing. game gives gets you get home court for the finals. I think I think that the way you do it is you is somebody needs to stop being a follower. Somebody like that's really what all this comes down to is they follow whoever it is the, the guy at the time like whoever sets the standard LeBron Steph and I actually think they play relatively I wouldn't say hard but you know they. They actually play the game a little bit, but these guys are followers. None of them want to like take it seriously because nobody else is taking it seriously. So they'll just be like, "All right, I'll just fall in line and not play defense and just run around like everybody else." Get through it. It's gonna take somebody to be like, "Nah, who? Anthony Edwards? You got the ball? I'm about to lock you up, bro. Like I'm locking you up." Ironically, you would think Anthony Edwards would be that type of person. You know what I mean? I, that's the type of competitor that he's shown himself to be. But even he's just falling in line of like, uh, I won't do anything. Somebody got I don't know who that person is, but somebody gotta change the the energy in that game. Whether it's talk crazy, I, D up, whatever. Yeah. Somebody's gotta change the energy, but nobody's willing to. Yeah, I don't I don't think I think the entire premise, everybody's wise to the premise. And it's like I just kinda want a vacation. And everyone's going out at night. Right. Every, everybody during the All-Star game, including the players that are playing in it, they're out late. They're seeing, you know, these different shows like there's a lot of good parties. So you're not really thinking about getting yourself together to D up. I just don't see that being a thing. They can do more than I was going to make a joke. Yeah, I was going to make a joke about <laughs> Dean up, but there's they, another. They can they can do more than what they do. Even with all they that, that's Elam going on, ending, they can do more. Than don't forget do. that the Elam ending gave us some competitive basketball for about a quarter. Mm-hmm. They just don't like it because it feels gimmicky. And how do you really? It's like how do you satisfy the casual fan, and then simultaneously satisfy 
you know, the, the like loyalist fan, right? Mm-hmm. And casual fans coming in. I think the timing of the All-Star game is whack too. It, you should not, it should not be the week following the Super Bowl. I stopped going I stopped going to All-Star games when that change in the NFL calendar shifted when they put in an extra week which made it Super Bowl then All-Star versus a week and I think there should really be two weeks in between because it's just we had the most competitive exciting last third and fourth quarter and overtime of that Super Bowl some of the best football that we've seen all year and then you go into that Right. And it feels like uh, like you're getting the Pro Bowl right after the finals. Mm. Why would we want that? We wouldn't. Well, you can resume your all star festivities next year when it's in San Francisco. Oh, I'm got, definitely coming for that. Okay. I've already. made. Yeah, I'm definitely okay. doing that. All right. Very good. Very good. Um, we're staying at whatever hotel you're staying at, because I'm oh, sure yeah, you'll get like sure. five comped rooms yeah, for no yeah, reason yeah. whatsoever. Just throw us one and we'll be good. to <laughs> go. No MGM out west, unfortunately. So I'm going to be Slumming it like everyone else. There's some yeah, nice hotels yeah, TK, out there. TK's though. version TK, of slumming is a little, one, yeah. a little bit different. She's going to find the nicest one. They got some nice ones We're going to need to book in advance, though, baby, because it's going to be it's gonna be popping, I think. That's all right. We, we, we got you. Or, you know, we'll drive. One Next, two, You'll go to L.A. after that, too. Indeed. I you, didn't go you, to the L.A. one. I was in Korea when it was the last L.A. All-Star. Have we discussed the korea era of trista crick <laughs> the korea era have we <laughs> it was not an era it was not an era it was a blip it was just the, is this, the this isn't when you almost married so oh the olympics okay all right it was just i was there for the olympics it happened okay. to be at the same time the all-star game was which okay. is again a big miss we should not have sporting events on top of one another oh, or, that, one, or, that one's pretty easy <laughs> just winter olympics or the nba all-star game yeah all-star game I don't need I'm a, to. I, I'm going to tune into this non-competitive <laughs> basketball game versus these cross-country skiers who've been training. I don't for need to see the luge. What decade. is it called? The luge. luge. <laughs> I don't. I'm good. Luge in person is so. Dope. Is luge the cool runnings? That's bobsled. Oh, that, bobsled. is that bobsled? Yeah. Oh, what's the luge then? They're. Uh, is that it's, the one I where they're a like different body position? Oh. And skeletons really crazy. Skeleton. I think that's face first. Pause. Oh well. Oh, that's when they're like, oh yeah. that. Oh yeah, that's oh, wild. If you're up close, because they let you just go as close as I mean as the wall. Of course, because there's you no see one see them there. coming around the wall. Pause. And um, and it is, it's terrifying. You're terrified for them. Oh, yeah, wow. I don't think I'll ever go to the Winter Olympics. No. I'll catch the highlights at the hotel while I'm at All-Star Weekend. Yeah. No, you would yeah. you would love it. It, it was I'd really love cold. what? It's cold. No, he hates being cold. He wouldn't love it. No, 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 but it wasn't that bad. It was on the – so they had it in two different spots. One was near the mountains. One was on the coast of, mm. of Korea, this village called Gangnam. And it wasn't that bad. It was, it was only like 35. Bro. 37 i mean you just put on i mean i'll be normal. bundled up i'm okay like i went to the snow yeah. a couple weeks well, ago and can we just fine. i hope the nba watches the film back from this wow. past weekend and realizes how stupid they look with these guys coming in from outside shaking the snow off well, of you their see jackets who put in the bid for after la i did milwaukee? milwaukee yeah oh yeah that's a no yeah we didn't even talk about doc rivers well well, well, we got time. We, we, do you want to do? You want to talk about Doc or you want to talk about Kenny? 
I'd like to talk about Kenny. I don't know what's happening with Kenny. What's happening with him? Well, oh, yeah. Kenny, Kenny, Kenny. I thought you meant Kenny. not not Kenny. I'm he's, sorry, not KC. Yeah, yeah he's Kenny oh, Smith. You mean like Kenny, Kenny Smith All Star Game, Kenny. Kenny Smith. That man. He was I tell you what. I think in general, the larger issue is that these guys. I don't know if they really like basketball. Mm. I wonder sometimes to myself, was that the appropriate moment to say that thing? Mm. Right. You want to talk about Sabrina shooting in the women's three-point line? That's something that you should have been doing in the weeks leading up to the event Mm -hmm. or even before the event. If you want to have that, well, listen, like almost giving her some sort of cover or excuse if she doesn't, you know, like also, you know, she hasn't been playing in two months, like, but she she put up the same amount of points as every other guy in the three-point contest. And then you're like, oh, well. There's women's tees for a reason. She should have played. She should have shot on the women's three-point line because that's what she's used to. No, Sabrina chucks deep all the time in, in WNBA games. It was really the rust. She was phenomenal. She had Steph shook. So in that moment, the, the correct comment is, my God, with all that hype for all those weeks, all that promo that they did where NBA players were voting and saying who they thought was going to win, the, the lead-up was creating pressure for both of them in a way that, like, we would understand if they did if they folded to it. But, man, was it even better than yeah, we anticipated. Kudos to both of them yeah. under the circumstance. They absolutely and, delivered. Boy, oh, boy, did she have Steph shaking in his boots when he missed two or three from the top of the key. <laughs> Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, they, they, both, they both delivered, man. They, they shot the heck out of the ball. And Steph Curry, um, I mean, just uh, I'm sitting there watching with my son. I'm like, it's, this guy's the greatest shooter we'll ever see. It's not like, oh, there's going to be legions of Steph Curry's behind him. Like, no, ain't none of them. Ain't none of them going to be a better shooter than Steph. He's the greatest we'll ever see. And after Sabrina had her round where she, I was sitting there like, yo, she's cooking. She going to beat him. This is crazy. And for him to respond the way he did, they both delivered, man. And I just, 
I, I think what you said is spot on about a lot of these guys and girls who cover the game. They don't really cover the game like that, and they don't really like basketball like that. I don't know what happened with some of these former players. Like maybe they've done it for so long, like they don't love it the same as when they grew up or whatever. But I'm with you. I don't. I don't think a lot of them really like watch the game like that. Like I don't think they watch the NBA like that. I don't, like me, I love the game. I'm watching. I've got high school basketball playoffs in front of me right now. I watch college. I watch the basketball tournament. I watch WNBA. I watch women's college. Like I love basketball. I don't think those guys who cover the league are watching. Anything outside of what's on TNT that night. And I, I think they're so used to what they maybe see on Twitter, which is just criticizing anything that they could possibly chime in about. That they, That's what they think that the broadcast should be, too. Mm. Criticize the cities. Criticize the players. Criticize the, you know, the way that they're dressing. Criticizing every aspect other than what we're watching on the court. You had Kenny doesn't doesn't even know what Tyrese Halliburton does. He doesn't even know. And and this is the guy who's like the mantle, the symbol for Indiana's all-star game. Like he's the one. He's mm. the one everyone's checking for all weekend long. And you don't know that he's a deep shooter? You're mm. shocked that he hits five in a row? What are we doing here? Right. L. That's Plus, like all of us. If we're in, in summer league, which is largely the worst basketball on the NBA level you're going to see, probably G League too. But the, the, it's worse, though, for summer league, I think, because they're, they're rusty and they're new. And it's all day long, right? It's noon to 11. And it's supposed to be a, a networking event for a lot of people too. But I, honestly, I, I look up and I'm like, man, I've been in this gym watching hoops for seven straight hours. And it's not good hoops, but you find the things about each individual player that you're looking to watch them grow in, right? Mm -hmm. Like you, you see Alperin Shangoon, you're like, wow, I really like that he does this. Or Namias Kata was like a summer league god a couple of years ago. And so then you check for him later when he's in the league. Now he's playing for Boston. You're like, oh, yeah, I remember that was what he did, you know, two summers ago. So that's, I think, what gets fans excited is the excitement in the people who cover the game too. Mm -hmm. And it's a real shame because negativity is poisonous. Mm. TK, I'm glad your mom made you watch the all-star game. Shout out to mama Crick. So we said no, 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 uh, no doc rivers, I guess. None of that. No, like we could blow past the commercial break and go to doc rivers if you want. It's all about you guys. Let me know what you guys want. I'm here for you. What the hell? Yeah, Jesse says do it. Jesse says to hell with it. I am currently making a We don't have to start worrying about commercial breaks till the other station has a number before the point. Those oh, are the rules. So we'll keep oh, we'll keep moving. Oh, so So you can you can you can you can you can ride with Doc Rivers here. What do we got? I am currently making a compilation video. Of all of the moments, well, not all, because it's way too many, of the highlights <laughs> and lowlights of Doc Rivers taking credit for things he has nothing to do with and delivering blame uh, to others about things that clearly have to do with him. And if you look on Twitter just for the videos themselves, they come up right away. Mm. The Doc Rivers throwing Ben Simmons under the bus comes up right away. Mm. Doc Rivers throwing James Harden under the bus comes up right away. Doc Rivers saying that the Clippers didn't have chemistry and they weren't good enough. Uh, the Chris Paul, DeAndre Jordan Clippers 
comes up right away. Him talking to Bill Simmons saying that the Bucks aren't being coached right comes up right away. There's just so many of them for for people to get upset with JJ Redick for calling out what we've all been saying, and he decided to put that on wax on a platform like ESPN, and then it turning into like a former Clipper, kind of a Civil War feud where Doc. Where Austin Rivers, Austin Rivers, I don't know if you guys saw it. He was like, and then we took you out the game at the end of games. I was like, we? <laughs> we? You were a player on that team. You literally had a job because your dad put you on that roster. And Pat Bev is only on the Bucks because Doc Rivers is coaching the Bucks. He's been with them. It doesn't make any sense. J.J. Redick has, has no reason to do this other than the fact that, like, it's true. Yeah, I Austin's the most hated player, I really swear. Is. Like, yeah, everyone hate Austin. hates Austin Rivers. <laughs> like, everyone. In every franchise he's ever been with, they hate that dude. Man. I think people who don't know Austin Rivers hate him. Austin is just – got that stigma to him, I guess. I guess that's what it is. He I, wants to finesse. Doc, I told you guys the story when he was coaching L.A. It was when they were the ninth seed. They almost snuck into the eighth. I, I forget what year it was. Maybe it was like early 2010s, maybe 2012, maybe. No, probably 2016, maybe. I forget what year it was. It was one of his last years as a Clippers head coach. Was it the year they, I, they did get in and they played the Warriors in round one or something like that? No, they just missed the playoffs. Just missed it. And they were like a half a game out. And it looked like the last couple of weeks they were going to get in because they were, they started to get hot. Mm. And that was like all of the commentary was, oh, can the Clippers get in? Can the Clippers get in? First day of the NBA playoffs, I'm in L.A. on vacation. I see Doc Rivers at a golf course on the driving range. I say to him, hey, man, you guys almost got in. That was like one hell of a run at the end of the season. Wouldn't that – like that would have been crazy if you guys – because they were like the 10th or 11th seed, and they got up. It was real close. I think it came down to one of the last games uh, of the season. And he was like, yeah, that would have been something. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> and then I saw him on, proceed to play golf the next, like, seven, eight days in a row. He was on his little golf course, you know, on his little golf cart. And I'm like, he doesn't want to coach in the playoffs. <laughs> he wants to play golf. He wants to get paid, shirk responsibility, pass the blame on everybody else, and then golf at some of the most ritzy golf courses in the country. Well, you know, I, I like Doc, but you did forget when he just had a throwback side swipe of his Magic team. Remember? Well, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, look at the roster. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm gonna that was so it. uncalled for. Have you yeah. seen? Have you seen the Orlando Magic roster that I coached? Did you see them? Oh, we should Wasn't that the birth of, oh, we should tell the whole story? <laughs> that yeah. is. That's where that line came from. You go, oh, yeah. they, they, they say I'll it blow was, a 3-1 lead. And all that's this, what it was. Oh, yeah. We should tell the whole story. It was the 3-1 leads. Was, <laughs> that's a perfect impersonation to do this. <laughs> Well, they, they talk about, you know, both 3-1 leads and all this. <laughs> I'd wish you'd tell the whole story, you know, when you do that. Uh, I mean, look at the teams that, that I had. You know, I, I did, it's not a whole lot that could happen with that one there. <laughs> they all sucked. I know. <laughs> this guy, everybody's starting. It's like Woj. Remember when the whole 
collective of NBA fans and media all sort of realized almost like the fog had been lifted, like, oh, Woj is not just a newsbreaker. <laughs> he's in everyone's pockets, right? Mm-hmm. He's he's a part of the system. He's, he's gotta, like he needs that money for the hell that he's funding. He's delivering little seeds like little finger on behalf of agents and teams. And you know when he breaks something, everyone knows. He's like mafioso. Mm-hmm. If you don't kiss the ring, you're out. You know what time it is with Woj. I think now we kind of all collectively know what time it is with Doc. It's been coming. And Harden, the end of Harden's time. Did you see, by the way, Doc Rivers said that he was consulted by the Clippers? I saw, I saw that today. On on the James Harden trade? Yeah. He was responsible for them pulling the trigger? Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I like I like Doc, but he he's tripping. So, I was so confused when the Bucks called me and told me I was the new coach. That's not how that happens. It'd be like if I called you, I'm like, Damien, you're moving to Atlanta. You're now you're now the radio host in in like KTZ I, and you're like, wait. No, I think I have say in where well, I'm going to work. Well, the other part of that story will be Damien what's been uh, six months telling the program director at Atlanta how bad uh, <laughs> the shows are. And then when the guy goes, hey, you can come get the show. I I don't know. What? Me? How, <laughs> where, I, I don't even know how this happened. I was so confused. He went on Bill Simmons' pod and ripped Adrian Griffin <laughs> for like a solid hour. He did multiple Bucks games and threw this man under the bus about defensive schemes. Multiple times, they hire him to be a consultant to help Adrian Griffin grow as a new head coach. And all that ends up doing is getting that man, Adrian Griffin, clipped and Doc Rivers the job. That is the Mm. definition of a dirty Mac. That is the definition. (laughs) But why, if that's the case, if, if that's the case, why do people keep falling for this? Because this isn't I, the first time. He's probably I a good think guy. It's because he sounds good when he talks. Yeah, well, well, wait a minute. He doesn't sound like a good guy if that's the case. Like, wait a minute. He just kind of has a friendly tone, you know? No, that's, that's what I need to work on. I think I get in, in hot water when I shouldn't just because my tone sometimes oh, is Oh, your bad. tone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all tone. He's like, yeah, you know, the thing about that I've realized is that, you know, Adrian Griffin's a great guy, but can't coach at all. And uh, and you're like, it, it really soothes how bad the words are that are coming out of his mouth. He'll, no, here, here he goes. He goes, oh, you know, Adrian Griffin, I mean, he's a great guy. He's, he's been in the league. He's been around the league forever. But at some point, if you're the Bucks, you've got to decide if you want to win a championship for Giannis. See how he basically said, <laughs> you got to decide to get rid of this guy. That's but he didn't say that. He said, no. at some point, you've got to decide Giannis isn't always going to be here. <laughs> I, love, go, I love how I, much Trista loves your Doc Rivers impression. <laughs> That's been my favorite I thought favorite I had done Doc Rivers, uh, his impersonation boss, before that. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, boss. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. And then he'll, he'll try to claim that he's heard whispers that Giannis is going to go somewhere else if they don't get a ring soon. And- no, it's... Doc, I think Doc's hilarious. Actually, I think caliber coach. I think Doc just works the system. 
Like, he yeah. just says stuff, and he knows it'll get, like, tweeted and become <laughs> news. And so he just says stuff, and it's it does it's just that. It becomes news. Weeks. It's a lot harder than I thought. Well, he wouldn't wish what? this on anyone. That's the one. That, that's the one that got me anyone. was, I wouldn't wish this on anyone. I wouldn't wish this on anyone. Sorry, <laughs> you've got Lillard and Giannis. What are you talking about? Also, didn't he say uh, that the guys' minds were in Cabo when they lost? The yeah, mm. yeah. He said we had some guys in Cabo tonight. Mm. I think they're yeah, three yeah. and. He was seven. in Cabo. I think they're three and seven. He was on the golf course. Maybe he was yes. on the golf course in Cabo. He was probably so pissed he had to coach that All Star <laughs> game. So that's hilarious, dudes. Three and seven as <laughs> the Bucks head coach, and he was the coach of the Eastern Conference All Stars. <laughs> and put Dame back in there to get that MVP. And, and then he no, but Dame was cooking, and he subbed out Dame for Tyrese Maxey, which is so rich because he would always bench Tyrese Maxey when he was coach <laughs> of the Sixers. At oh, what Doc. point, though, with the Bucks, does it start to become like a player's problem? Oh, now. Oh, okay. Now. Okay. I don't think they – did you see Dame had his uh, starting five of current players mm-hmm. in the NBA and Giannis wasn't on it? Mm-hmm. Now, uh, no, hold on. I wish we tell the whole story. <laughs> I, I've seen reports that I haven't se- – I, I don't know. I've seen reports that maybe they said you can't name any of your teammates. I, I think it did. Let's see. See how they see how the me I hate the media. Well, that was like Trista <laughs> two two or three nights ago who retweeted the clip of uh, of of what was it, Gigi? Gigi, yeah. Gigi saying, Hey, how did you guys get the win tonight? And he said, Well, credit to the Bucks and Doc Rivers and cuts the clip off and just retweets it as if that's what actually happened. Y'all should be ashamed of yourself. TK, you you internet guilty too. Look at it. She got this stupid look on her face because she knows she perpetuates all this stuff on, on, on Twitter as well. Oh, man. I know. It's so bad, but it's funny. Well, it is funny. Like, the clip was funny. It was just but- just a sharp, like, blade cut at the end is what really. Hey, just credit to Doc Rivers and the Bucks. Wait, what? <laughs> the hell? That's what he said? Oh, that's wild. But I, I I, do not think that they like each other much. Mm. I don't know. Mm. Maybe they personally do. Sometimes there's a professional professional disagreements and professional chemistry issues, and you personally like each other. But I, this kid, Blazers Palace, put together this montage of Brooke Lopez and Dame and all the things that he did to Dame, like oh. he took the last shot against the Blazers instead of giving it to Dame when Dame was wide open mm. in order for Dame to hit the, the last shot. Uh, he didn't celebrate with Dame when he hit that last second shot to win against the Kings. He like walked off the that. court. Uh, he ran into Dame at the end of the Memphis Grizzlies game caused yeah, Dame that was to turn crazy. Oh. over. That was crazy. Oh. Dame in the middle of losing a battle. What are you doing? That was awful. <laughs> just terrible, that was terrible just stuff. Awful. I think Drew Holiday was more important to this Bucks team than people are are talking about. Mm. In terms of like everyday grind in the NBA season, eighty-two games, we all know it's too much, and I think that the players know it's too much. On a day-to-day basis, you need somebody who's a psycho, who's gonna get you excited about doing the little things at practice and film and 
in a game against the Memphis Grizzlies with three G League guys on it. Because mm. ultimately, you want to take those that game off. But I don't think Dame or Giannis are the ones to push that motivation forward. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what you do. Because it clearly isn't working the way that they would hope it would work. Chris Middleton's been injured. Dame's been dealing with something. Obviously, he's dealing with a lot of things off the court, which sucks, right? That's There's a lot of... Yeah, Glorilla. Yeah, Glow loves him. He's, he's dealing with Glorilla now. <laughs> he got a fan in Glow. <laughs> I don't think he's dating Yeah, Glow. glow. Well, I didn't say anything about dating. <laughs> no, nah, she loved she love her some Dame. Yeah, <laughs> Glow. <laughs> but, but they had to... Uh, they had to move on from Drew. It wasn't going no, we we got to go. We 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 don't have. All right, we like them. literally have. Just to go. is this a, is this a shoot though? Were you on six seventy Chicago this morning and it was it was straight lace Trista? I but, was on six seventy wow. this morning. Just but, I don't think it was straight lace. It just wasn't flags. You know, there wasn't <laughs> pauses. You know, <laughs> I I think I called. What was this? Was this Allison? Allison, if you listen to the whole hit, I said that that the Chicago Bulls were the most disgraceful franchise in oh. the NBA oh. and they would never win a thing because they were stealing from their fans and using their loyalty from the MJ era mm. and they'll never do what it takes to compete on any level because they're too concerned about selling tickets, That's concession crazy. money, jersey sales, and beating the Bucks on a random Tuesday in January. I don't think that's corporate crick. No, that's definitely not yeah, corporate crick. That's off the top rope right with an elbow that. drop. The boys asked a new question right after that. They didn't want to deal with it. <laughs> like, we didn't want that. <laughs> Ma'am, give us your thoughts on the Kings. Uh, all right, TK, tell Mama Crick hi. We love you. I will. Love y'all. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. See T-Mobile.com. 